This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast. Today, I had the distinct pleasure of speaking with Bill Bannum, founder and editor over at HR Gazette Magazine, host of the popular HR Chat podcast, and organizer of various HR-related summits and meetups in Canada, the US, and the UK, including Disrupt HR. He's kind of a big deal, (laughs) and he's my guest next on the Jim Stroud Podcast. The Recruiting Life is a newsletter that gives a quirky view on the world of work and aspires to educate, entertain, and inspire with articles, comics, podcasts, videos, and more. It is produced on a weekly basis by yours truly, Jim Stroud, and is supported by readers like you. Topics in this newsletter include the future of work, current labor trends, the impact of AI on the recruitment industry, and more. Subscribe now and receive it every Monday in your email by going to jimstroud.beehive.com. That URL is jimstroud.beehive.com. A link is in the podcast description. Don't wait. Subscribe now. Operators are standing by. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Jim Stroud Podcast. Today we have a very special guest. Special guest, tell us, who are you and what do you do? Hello, Jim. I don't know about special. Um, hey, everybody. <laughs> I am uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Bill Bannum. I am the founder and editor over at the HR Gazette, uh, host of the HR Chat Pod. And uh, I organize a whole bunch of events for HR pros, leaders, recruiters, anybody really interested in in the world of work uh, in Canada, in the US and in the UK, including a whole bunch of the uh, Disrupt HR chapters. Very nice. Very nice. Now, I've got a, I got a good grasp of what HR chat is all about, having been both a guest and a listener. Uh, if you would, tell listeners more about HR chat and why you're at it, uh, HR Gazette as well. Absolutely. Thank you very much for allowing me to plug a little bit. <laughs> uh, so, um, my background is in HR events and magazines, Jim. Um, I've been, I, I've always kind of been in and around media. Um, or or tech or media and tech uh, and uh, so many years ago before I went very grey I was the editor of uh, HR Review in the UK hrreview.co.uk um, and that is surprise prize a uh, magazine for HR people and leaders and uh, and similar folks with similar interests uh, and uh, and so from from there I started the HR Gazette and the HR Chat podcast after I moved over to Toronto, Canada. Beautiful Canada. I am now a proud holder of a Canadian passport. Great country. If you haven't been, 
uh, please do check it out. Uh, Mr. Trudeau, you can send my check in the post for promoting Canada. I'll, I'll, I'll send you the address. Um, anyway, so this is a long way of telling you about the HR Gazette and uh, the HR Chat podcast, uh, Jim. Uh, so the, the HR Gazette has been going since 2014. We talk about anything to do with the world of work. And uh, the HR Chat pod uh, has been going since 2016. It's um, the most download, downloaded and most engaged with uh, HR podcast in Canada, number seven in the US and uh, number 10 globally according to Feedspot and a few others um and um, a part of thank you and part of my job is i get to chat with clever people like yourself entertaining people like yourself i, I recently interviewed you as we uh record this episode today it hasn't gone out yet on the hr chat feed but it is coming to some ears close to you soon um dun, and dun, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and on that show jim i've i've, I've recorded gosh um uh, Probably over six hundred interviews with folks, and we have wow. guest hosts as well, and, and they do, they they do interviews too. Um, we've had some awesome people on, people like Dave Ulrich, William Tinkup, um, uh, Josh Person, uh, Whitney Johnson. There's a long line of awesome people, and of course, my favourite is this chap called Jim Stroud. <laughs> That's a quid <laughs> you right there. Uh, what's your what's your uh, what would you say is your personal podcast hosting style? So uh, there is, or there was, God rest his soul, uh, a, a wonderful uh, UK journalist called uh, Michael Parkinson. And uh, Michael Parkinson, what well, his style was, he'd ask a question and then he'd shut up and he'd let them, he'd let his, <laughs> he'd let his, he'd let his guests tell their story, you know, he'd, he'd let them speak. Um, mm. If if they're going on too long, too long, maybe he'd jump in and say something, but otherwise he let them do what they came to do and that's, that's share their story. And, and I tried to do something similar on okay. the HR chat pod. Cool. So would that be your advice for any would-be podcasters out there? Gosh, uh, advice for would-be podcasters, I think number one, uh, stick at it. Um, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of things that you've got to do before you get to stick at it, of course. But um, often people say, you know, how do you grow an audience? How do you get lots of downloads, etc.? cetera? Um, in my experience with the HR chat pod, for example, and, and mm. I'm involved with a few few different podcasts, the people from performance podcast, the HR review show and whatnot as well. But in the case of uh, the HR chat show, stick at it. But for the first couple of years, the download numbers were pretty flat. And then you get some more interesting guests on the show and it starts to spike up and spike up. And then, of course, you've got more of your reputation to go back to people and say hey we've had these wonderful guests on our numbers are now x that attracts a uh, higher higher caliber of in in our case senior hr influencers and decision makers in, in large yeah. organizations and whatnot we want those sorts of practitioners on the show often um so stick at it um, but before that um it, it's about uh, promotion it's about building up relationships it's about asking your guests to share the episodes too right that, that that's mm. a big thing people people often forget to do that Hmm. Hmm. Now you, you're um you're a pundit and a uh, community builder and an influencer. The list goes on. Uh, talent and leadership space. Uh, what what inspires you to focus on building um, both online and in person business communities? How, I mean, how do you see these two types of communities complementing each other? Well, I suspect you're a bit like me, Jim. You're you're a people person. You're you're a bit <laughs> of an extravert. Is is a sense that I get from you. Um, you're very good. I think I used the word uh, gregarious before we hit record today. Um, <laughs> the yeah, word of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I love mingling with people. I love networking. I love being, I love getting to know new people and, and learning from them. Right. And so in person events are probably what's going to be my favorite 
avenue for building relationships for sure mm-hmm. um but um i think there's an opportunity to use uh, social media and online avenues to to support that and for the in person to support those so uh in my case with what we do we'll host meetups or summits and uh ahead of that around that we'll record interviews for different podcasts with speakers and with attendees we'll create show reels we'll uh, push it out all, the, all through the, the socials lots of different landing pages for different things too uh, and it all feeds back in we'll, we'll write reviews afterwards about the events uh, keep the buzz going um i'm a big believer in having uh grassroots events in addition to uh bigger ones so in the case of disrupt you've got 14 speakers Five minutes each, Jim, uh, 20 slides, 15 seconds per slide. It's rapid fire stuff. Um, but to feed those communities, I'm a big believer in having meetups in pubs, that kind of thing too, um, and, and talking about that and sharing that on social. Um, I, I think that's a – I think if you do those things and you keep at it again, uh, th- then you will grow a community. Interesting, interesting. Uh, present company excluded, uh, who are your favorite people in your network and why? <laughs> well, okay, so – I, I can't mention Jim Stroud. Got it. Uh, well then, <laughs> your hands are tied now, mate. <laughs> uh, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want to mention anybody else. Really, um, uh, I, I'm lucky to have some really cool people in my network. Mm. Okay. Um, very, very fortunate for that. I feel very grateful for that. Um, a few shout outs: uh, people like um, uh, Pauline James, based up in in Toronto. Uh, she and I have produced some events together. She's awesome. She co-hosts. Uh, and guest hosts a bunch of the HR chat pods. In fact, mm. as we record this today, we're doing a, a mini series on uh, AI and HR over the next few weeks. And she's she's hosting those. She's a wonderful person, just a really good human being. So uh, she's somebody I'd, I'd shout out to. Um, another, another cool person up in Toronto is Rob Catalano. He and I built an event series called Innovate Work. And, um, and we had a lot of fun doing that. And he's a great guy. And he built a big uh, HR tech company and sold it and now he's leading a, a new component and it's, it's great to see that um mm. uh the, the guy got me into this world many years ago a chap called uh paul gray who was the publisher over at hr review uh he and i to this day we've known each other for a very long time now we still have a great relationship and i, I see him as a bit of a mentor and someone i can i can lean on and it's important to have mentors in your network i'd say that um and then you know uh, in terms of folks who've been on the show who i'd love to shout out to but um I'm a huge fanboy of William Tinkup. I've got to say, Jim. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw guy. that. I saw that guy one time. He, he did a 20 minute talk with one slide with just a bunch of words on it. Okay, and uh, he is a very clever guy, very charismatic, and he's so chill all the time. Oh, oh yeah, so, yeah, he is. He is. He's Mr. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> he is. That. He is that. Um, in building a community that caters to uh, professionals in HR tech business how, how does your team ensure that the content shared through live events and social media is not only diverse the, which is another key word of the day but also relevant to the current challenges and trends in each sector yeah so uh it's really important to represent all uh ideas and to introduce new opportunities for folks to get out there and, and share their ideas and learn from them so for example with disrupt hr uh the the format having 14 speakers Mm. The, the way that uh, me and my, my teams try to, to to run with those is that gives you an opportunity to, yeah, of course, you can have big influencers, people like uh, Perry Timms who would be speaking there. That the, They're the crowd pullers. They've got super cool things to say. Um, by the way, in the case of Perry Timms, I think that's the best disrupt talk I've ever seen. Perry, you are amazing. Um, but I would also always try and allocate spots to, to newbies, people who have never 
uh, spoken before perhaps uh, but you know maybe they've just finished uh, a master's in, in HR something like that um, uh, we, ha we had an instance uh, of just that someone who now works for the NHS uh, the the main healthcare the government-backed healthcare provider in the UK um, and she'd never spoken before and she knocked the socks off uh, the audience mm. and I, I think I think that's really cool to do that um, uh, we also partner up with a a charity that supports young folks uh, between the ages of 16 and 24. And um, uh, we try and offer opportunities at all of our events to uh, to, to those young folks to, to share their experiences too. Uh, some of those are trying to get into the job market for the first time. So it's interesting to get their philosophy. Um, asking the speakers is a big one, Jim. <laughs> they, they know what they want to talk about. They're, they're the experts. You know, mm -hmm. so, so as much as possible, you know, what, what, do, what do you guys want to talk about? Um, and then ask some intelligent questions around that, make sure that it doesn't overlap too much with other content that you've got offered at a particular event or an online property, because uh, you, you need to have uh, variation there. But um, those would be some approaches that we take. Interesting, interesting. Um, I know there are probably people listening who could use some advice or would appreciate some advice um, as far as looking to build and cultivate thriving online in-person communities and how they can overcome common challenges and obstacles. Uh, can you speak to any of that? Yeah, I mean, so I'd say if you're getting going with a new event series, say, you know, let's, let's talk about that from an in-person mm. event series, that's a challenge. You know, if, 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 you're, if you're building something from scratch, that's a challenge. Um, and um, so you've got to be a bit inventive. You, hopefully um, you've got folks with you who can um build relationships with, with, with others and uh, find some common ground but for example if we're taking a disrupt to a new city jim mm -hmm. um you got to get it going you got to build it up it's it's a little bit of a risk the first time you do it there um so if we can find venue partners who offer up a cool uh, office space say um in, in exchange for that we'll say you guys can co-host you can have a speaker maybe we'll do a podcast interview so using those other there's other channels available to you to sort of um, build up relationships. Um, I think, I think that's a, that's a big one in terms of uh, tackling in initial obstacles for, for folks starting events from, from scratch. Uh, if, if they're sort of more community events, uh, find, find different cultures, you know, uh, the different ways that you guys can work together. Uh, another key one, obviously is dad jokes. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you gotta, <laughs> so I always start my, my events with the same terrible dad joke. I've used it all throughout 2023, which means I've got to find a new one for 2024. Um, and it goes something like this. We'll have a bunch of people. They've just finished their networking. I'll, I'll stand up to say a few words as part of the intro. And I'll, I'll start with great to see you all here today. Uh, what an amazing venue we're at great vibes and they were like yeah it's amazing it's amazing and they'll say but there was some trouble outside and, and then the audience will go oh, what and i'll say yeah there was a peanut it got beaten up and they, they say hang on a minute a peanut and i'll and then I'll, I'll say yeah it was assaulted and half of the audience <laughs> 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 and half, half, of the, half of the audience Jim, will groan and the other half maybe you'll get maybe you'll get a little bit of applause but um <laughs> dad jokes that's what i love one. dad jokes <laughs> that's funny, that's funny. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a few um after, <laughs> after here. Uh, you've been um, very generous with your time a lot of great information that you shared um 
uh, how can listeners connect with you if they want to know more or if they want to just maybe attend your events? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Jim. Um, and again, I appreciate the time today. Thank you very much for having me on as a guest. Uh, if folks want to connect with me, uh, LinkedIn that is a place where I hang out quite a lot. Uh, check out our events. If you go to Eventbrite and then uh, search for HR Gazette, you'll see a whole list of different events we're doing in, in Canada, the US and the UK. Uh, so that's a good place. Um, or people can connect with me by emailing me, which is uh, bbanham at hr-gazette.com. Cool. And to make it easier, I will make a mention of that in the podcast description. So just if you're listening, just look at the podcast description. You'll see links to his various properties and, and how to connect with him on LinkedIn and other things. Bill, thank you so much for your time. I truly appreciate you being on the Jim Stroud podcast. Thank you, Jim. Well, my time is up. I thank you for yours. I'll see you again real soon right here with a brand new episode of the Jim Stroud Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to reach out to me. I can be reached by email at jimstroud at jimstroud.com. And one last favor, if I may ask, please rate this podcast. Uh, Five stars is preferred, (laughs) but uh, please uh, comment uh, with your honest opinion. I really appreciate that. All right. Okay, until next time, bye-bye. That's what ransomware is all about. It's psychological pressure. Ransomware, when your computer's hacked into and your data held ransom. Attacks are on the rise, and Russian gangs are making billions of dollars. The moment I got that message, I knew our greatest fears that we ever have are starting to come through. The post-Cold War era is over. Dot-com, the hacking. A new season from Crowd Network with me, Katie Puckrick. Just search for dot-com, that's D-O-T-C-O-M, and subscribe.